walking down to the crossroads at about one in the morning. And, and as you know, the current lockdown thing, time, the time, the current time is drinks this evening. It was an extremely buoyant and enjoyable time. I've decided to come down to the crossroads because because the crossroads were like it's not a crossroad really. It's a fork in the road. And I guess Jesus decided to appear at the point when St. Paul was making a decision about the left or right. And I think he was going to take the left because taking the left was inevitable. Taking the left path is to take... take the path of the, well, it's the big road, it's the big road, it's the, the first road, it's the road, it's the road down south, it's the road, it's the Appia Antica, it's the one that you do, it's the only one. And at this point where Jesus appears to him, it seems also to be the point where there's a choice. Maybe that's the reason why Jesus appeared here. Because he sort of... He recognised that... That was... That he was coming to a choice. That he got to this place. He's been heading off. And it's not that he's been... He'd only been walking for about... 40 minutes. If he'd been walking from town. Because from here if I if I headed back into town it would take me an hour and 20 minutes to walk to St Peter's which is the point the place where he was crucified but remember he was crucified outside the walls so if he from here if he if he's been who knows where he lives like where does St Paul where does St Paul live in Rome arrived on the road. Where does some ball live in Rome? Let's say he lives roughly in the middle of town, not anywhere near where his crucifixion point is or whatever, then maybe it'd taken him an hour to this walk to this point, or maybe it'd take him 40 minutes. 40 minutes is nothing. Like, he's on his way out. He's, he's heading out of town. 
he's got quite far in that he's maybe 20 minutes out of the main drag of town but we're not talking about a metropolis here we're talking about a sort of yeah it's a big city but it's not really anything it's not anything on the, on our on a par with the stuff that we're used to eh but yeah St Paul comes to here I'm standing right where he right where it happened and he's like he's been walking and this is a really annoying thing where all the vehicles are constantly wishing past you he got to this point and I'm looking and he's pondering do I go left or do I go right when the big J appears and I'm just standing right where he would have stood because I can, I can because there's no traffic coming through at the moment there's a, there's a zebra crossing the Guevara's church is just here Mamma Mia. I came down here the other day and jumped in the puddles. Maybe now I'll just lie down. Would I be happy to die here? Maybe.
could be coming this way. so furious. I was so furious. the dogs. Howling dogs. I mean it is a full moon. It makes sense. The the night I heard the ghosts the dogs were very agitated. I'm just lying on the middle of the road, so I, I, I should be able probably be able to get up quickly if a car comes. Yeah, it's coming. It's got an alarm. <laughs> it's got an alarm. It's coming as well. There's a light. I'm gonna hide in this crevice. discover about yourself when you go and lie in a road and relax. It's no good, there's another one coming. Okay, forget about it, I'll just go home. It was nice, but it lasted. But I had a, I had a lovely day today. I went to the um, a necropolis, an Etruscan necropolis, sort of north of Rome. And it was very 
It was very picturesque, it was very quaint. Hundreds of tombs, hundreds and hundreds of these sort of tumuli, these round, very particular round tombs with various entrances cut into them, depending on the size. Some of them were big, um, round bases, you know, almost like the size of a... What round things do we have in in this? In what's a common cultural reference to talk about roundness? I want to talk about like a, one of those sort of indoor inflated sports domes, but I don't know whether I don't know how common those are. I've been inside one, but no, there's they come in different sizes. So. Some, some of them were really big, <laughs> like silvery, I don't know, no, is silvery hill a thing? I don't know whether people know how big silvery hill was, and we were talking about Newgrange. I don't really know how familiar Newgrange, I don't know how big Newgrange is, I've never been. Big, round, grass-covered things with cut into the rock so not necessarily built of stone not necessarily built more like carved but there was hundreds of them as I said some of them are just holes so the most lavish one wasn't a round thing it didn't have any relation to roundness even though roundness felt like it was the most important sort of status-y thing but actually the most the most fabulously partly maybe it was just the most intact one but we went down just go down some stairs down into a hole there was no sort of superstructure and down in the hole there was a door that they'd put they'd put glass over the door and you couldn't go through because quite clearly it was a priceless environment that you shouldn't really just let people wander into but inside there was this there was a few pillars and on the pillars there were these sculptures or sort of sculpted detritus of these people's lives um sculpted as if it was hung on the walls and hung on the pillars so very clearly in in the foreground in front of me there was a pillar on the left there was a rope like a coiled rope hanging on a hook but carved and that was all carved into stone or, or built in stucco or whatever 
and then around the room and around the edges there was the there were these sort of beds and all the beds had cushions brightly colored fabric cushions but the the way that they the way that the cushions had been rendered um they were sort of scattered they were they weren't they were slightly overflowing from the sides of these um, little inlets where people's bodies would have been laid to rest. Sort of a luxurious overflowing. And above the spaces in which the bodies would have been laying, there were depictions of armour. So the... um, shin guards and then the helmets and the round shields so shin guard helmet round shield 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 all around the roof and on this pillar with a rope there was also like at the bottom a sort of thin arched back cat and a sword a sword in a sheath sort of weapony things something that looked like what I thought was I don't know, recognised it sort of ropey looking rug beater doesn't I don't think they were celebrating rug beaters at that period. I don't know, it was sort of populated. But the bodies yeah, there was an absence of them, an absence of people. Some of these spaces were designed to have, not designed, that's not the right way to talk about it, I just went, I went out of focus. These, these spaces basically you, some of, it seems that some of them you went down there and sat down and talked in a room, one room, and in the other room there were the ancestors, all dead in their sarcophagi, and in their embalmed or laid out in their little boxes or as their bodies. And so this room with all these stuccoed, frescoed, coloured versions of themselves. felt very like waiting waiting for more people waiting for the it wasn't just it wasn't just a
I guess that's the thing, right? So there's the room, there's the room for the dead. And then in the other room, it's the room for the living who've come to visit the dead. But um, both of those rooms are now defunct. Both of those rooms are now for the dead. And we come in and we come in and we look at, we just sort of peer at everything and we look at the bed design and we look at the little chair thing that's designed for presumably someone to come and sit in next to the bodies. And I can only think of visiting, visiting a relative in a hospital. Coming to talk, coming to talk to someone in a coma or someone who's helpless. And yet, all these spaces are empty, there's no there's no bodies anymore, there's no, there's no containers holding the bones, there's no bones lying out on the beds, but also the people who came, every time you came to visit, your, your mum, your dad every time you came to visit you also were acknowledging that you would be there soon and you'd be in an antechamber or the next room or maybe your body would be added to the pile is this my house yeah it's my house Cream. 
I guess I could have a coffee with spray cream. It's not quite what I wanted. And it stinks of fish. Floors covered in shit. Spaces that we went into, like just pop bounding into caves, bounding into these dark rooms, through these gates. Each door was the same. The first one we walked in, and the, and the room was very well, the room was very well preserved. And we came through the first door into a very sort of simple rectangular room with two sides with these sort of low benches built into like sort of dig dug in. And then in the back room the back room had higher beds which is where the bodies would have been and so the front room with the low benches was where the relations came to visit the dead the doors the door wide opened 